genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, a once weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm here, as I always am, with the other voices on this show Sean Batiste. What's up? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Vite. Ayo. As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we might spoil those for you. So I'm going to give you timestamps in the episode description so that you can skip anything that you may need to skip. Our top story this week is Wonder Woman Historia Number 1 by Kelly Sue DeConnick, Phil Jimenez, Arif Prianto, and Romulo Fajardo Jr. Nailed it. It's a lot of names, but man, I can't wait to get to that one because holy crap, is that yeah. book amazing. Holy crap. <laughs> Good top story, but we're back, everybody. We're back. We, we did, did it. it. We all sorry. just needed a little bit of a break. We're sorry we were gone so long, but now we're back. We missed you. Each other. We missed each other. Kind of missed y'all. Yeah. Wow. There was a moment there where I didn't, but now I I do, and I'm glad we're back. Absence makes the heart grow fonder, as they say. They Uh, sure wish. (laughs) I do. I do wish. I'm just Uh, kidding. How was y'all's Thanksgiving? Uneventful. So great. Cool. Yeah, it was chill. Small. Cool. 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 Yeah. Cool. Cool. Mine was as well. I uh I purposefully ordered a uh Indian dinner feast on like Wednesday and then reheated it on Thursday and it was fucking ideal. Because not only did I cook nothing and I clean nothing, I also didn't make somebody work on Thanksgiving. And that's really that's that's a home run that's in my book. Key. Yeah, uh, yeah. That go. has been that has been my this mission I've had over the last decade is don't ever justify someone else working on Thanksgiving and that means not spending money on Thanksgiving. Yeah, even online because there's somebody in a in a warehouse somewhere filling your order because you know got to get it out the door or whatever. Got yeah, I usually just just I, wait tw- twenty four hours. You're fine. It'll be fine. I usually do the no, same for Black Friday, it. but I ended up ordering something like two weeks prior that ended up showing up on Black Friday, and I was like, ah. <laughs> well, the mail guy was going to work no matter what, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, Black Friday I'm not as strict before. on, because, like, yeah. it's, like, I get it. I, it is a shopping holiday. I get it. But also, I'm just going to, I'm going to quit my email and, like, move into the forest, because Black Friday is getting ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> yeah, getting Black Friday-related ads. It's just like, how? Like, how are you still doing in this? The, in the forest, you get Bear Black Friday. I don't, I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> that's Black Bear Friday. <laughs> well, that that's just all the time. <laughs> that's every Friday in the forest. Exactly, baby. There's a sale on honey. I wouldn't want to... I wanna, couldn't even handle it. I will take my chances with Black Bear Friday over... It's probably the safer, if we're being honest. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, do highly recommend there's a new uh, Bruce Campbell horror movie called Black Friday that is exactly what you think it is and it fucking rules Wow! <laughs> it, it's a bunch, a, bunch of a bunch of zombies attacking a, a, a toy store and oh. it's amazing I was gonna have well that's it. not at all what I was expecting what else would you think it is It's it's, it's <laughs> the whole jo- zombie genre was about American consumerism so like it was only a matter of time like it's it's kind of surprising it's taken this long for somebody to make it about black friday like come on it's right there it's so easy (laughs) 
Which is funny because it's like not nearly as bad as it used to be. They're like 10 years too late on that movie. That's fair. Yeah. Nobody's getting trampled anymore. I, I was online. really excited to see when I was driving up to my parents' house, I passed a Walmart on Thanksgiving that was closed. I was like, that's not a thing. That's been a thing it's for a long time. It's not beneficial to keep moment anymore. Yeah. yeah. Because you could because just buy it online. Just shop online. Mm-hmm. We did it. <laughs> I went to a shopping <laughs> I, went, I went somewhere on Friday morning just like to grab something and like the shopping center I went to was f- like it was empty and there was like a Best yeah. Buy and all that stuff like there was no one there I'm like oh right the internet's a thing <laughs> <laughs> there's no reason for me to leave my house and I could still buy all the shit I need so that's just like it's funny that they made a movie about that like the year especially this year of all years with the pandemic and everything yeah but like you've got Bruce Campbell like, what, what are you going to do, not have him work in the toy store on the Black Friday? No, I'm Come just on. saying, you can still like, make on. the movie. I just think it's funny. Yeah. No. It was good, though. It also had, like, uh, that dude from, uh, what's it called? Final Destination, the Devin Sawa, and it had uh, Michael Jai White, a.k.a. Spawn. I was just like, yo, this movie fucking rips. <laughs> <laughs> I love those movies. Like, it's a movie that has no business even existing, but then to be good on top of that. It's yeah, like- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I was fully expecting it to blow, and I was like, oh no, surprisingly, incorrect. It rules. Surprisingly dope. (laughs) Also, did you guys hear the news? Guess who's going to be Dracula? Oh. Oh, dude. Yeah, we talked about this on Dueling Genre tonight (laughs) this week. Nick Cage. Yup. I saw that. Yeah, that checks a lot of boxes. I was like, Jesus Christ, with this fucking... I am. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. So fucking... We're we're running it back. We're right here, baby. (laughs) Y'all miss me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. Uh, Whatever. He got the the call that he he got the casting, and he's like, I never took him out. He took the thing. He's just like, I still have him. He just starts shoveling roaches into his mouth unprompted. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Nick, you don't have to do that. There's no cameras. You do that yourself. <laughs> he just has a bowl of roaches just in case. Just he's ready. He's ready at the helm. Yeah, finally, this isn't creepy anymore. <laughs> been doing it every day. I could, just be, I could just be myself. <laughs> Fucking guy. <laughs> Fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, ever since you guys uh, convinced me to watch that show, that's been part of my vernacular now. Show's fucking incredible. Fucking guy. <laughs> Bazinga! <laughs> that is their war cry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. Yeah, it's just yeah. so good. <laughs> I still think vampires are dumb. You're dumb. Yeah, but, but they are you. dumb. They're dumb vampires. Like I don't understand. Exactly. It's perfect. So why it works yeah or who's got comic books i don't know maybe me i don't even know maybe me yeah i think it is you sean it's been such a weird week man my brain's all over the place which i guess makes this fits for this book because this book was this is all over your brain fucking wild and crazy bro um (laughs) new mutants 23 avita ayala and rod reese um the oh shit what do they call their crew Damn it. Forgot the name of them already. The new ones? Yeah, what's the name of their crew? The Lost Club? The Lost Club, yeah. The Lost Club. The new Club. new mutants? Yeah, the Lost Club. The, the newer mutants. The Lost Clubs go to find the new mutants in <laughs> Farouk's, Farouk's head. And the art is just fucking crazy. 
Yeah, they, they straight up couldn't have gotten a better person to do this, like, crazy, ethereal, brainscape nonsense. Uh, like, only possibly um, uh, fi- uh, Bill Sinkovich. Like, that's, those are the only two I mean, people that could do this. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just Sinkovich's successor. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. Right, like, right. they're, they're just, yeah. they're, yeah. Those are, they're, those are there's a, there's a, uh panel in this that's like rain and wolf form and she just she just looks like demon bear and it's awesome yeah fucking rules yeah so the lost club they kind of just fucking voltron up their powers and hop into farouk's head and this just using all their powers and kind of pierce the veil basically and eventually they kind of are able to manifest in these like simulations that Farouk is uh or the Shadow King I should say is yeah, they, um forcing the new mutants through and like there's just like they get this into like a big rain droplet. Yeah. They're like on a big because like one dude has like this he's got like those water powers. Yeah, yeah. and then they use Cosmore's reality like nightmare escape powers to, to like, like go into his mind. Create a new in reality. A big bubble. Yeah. And it was so, so ridiculous. And then they're able to use those bu- that bubble to like kind of reach out and touch the new mutant bubble, and then they're all then they're all together, <laughs> rolling also, through I, Shadow King I slash love, Farouk's head. I love when they're in this like astral plane. What um, No Girl and Cosmar look like? They look like they're what their true selves. It's what they would be. Want to? Yeah, like almost yeah. how they see themselves, basically. Exactly. And yeah. I was just like, that fucking, that's really cool. That's like, because yeah, when they first like get transported into the astral plane, like everyone's yeah. like, no girl? Yeah, it's <laughs> well, like, oh okay. shit, you're here? Look at you. It's like, yeah, no, I'm here, bro. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> she's like, she's like name. post, post nerd makeover, no girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just took the glasses off, put the hair down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They tussled her hair a little bit and uh-huh. now she's gorgeous. Yeah. More like, yes, girl. Yeah. <laughs> There it is. Nice. <laughs> so bad. Well, yes, um, girl. No. So now basically they're trying to find, they're in this freaking MC Escher w- room of stairs and everyone's having, they're just trying to get their, get their way out and Rain thinks she knows where to go and Magic's like, no, nah, I got this shit. And everyone's like, no, fuck, like just fucking listen for a second. <laughs> um, And then I guess since we're in Shadow King's brain, that's when he starts fucking with everybody. It kind of takes over Rain's mind and has her use her multiple wolf power, which is kind of dope. <laughs> Turns into 30 to 50 feral wolves. Yeah, just a bunch of wolves, and they have to fight a bunch of feral wolves that are Rain. Um, but then they're just, all right, they're going to go. Like, this book is fucking crazy, because then they take all the astral project people powers and turn into this fucking angel eye creature thing <laughs> like i don't even know how to describe it it's fucking cool they just call it astral fusion is how they describe the power so they use all these powers and cosmore kind of like warps them all together and creates this this creature that kind of penetrates this this prison which has just this little kid with a with a with a dog which is definitely just supposed to be rain I, I think at this point no it's oh uh no i think it's farouk i think the kid's farouk but the dog is right oh the dog is yeah. yeah and then they kind of break in and she's trying to defend him and they're you 
and now they're kind of pro- you know the shadow king's projecting all of these evil thoughts back at them they're just seeing their worst nightmare so we you see like some demon bear shit uh karma i think sees her brother i think warpath sees like that evil version of him at some point i don't remember exactly and then like the demon version of magic and they're just like no nope, this shit's all fake we got to get through this and then you know we kind of have the giant fight with rain against everybody but they don't want to like hurt her um but they you know she thinks that they're all like these demons and like the the and eventually they kind of break through and release her and they kind of finally like detach they're able to detach the shadow king from Farouk in for like the first time probably since he was a kid and he's like he's free uh, maybe I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to question mark. But it seems like now Farouk is like he's realized what he's done. He's just basically been a prisoner in his own mind for however long. And the Shadow King, like now, they've kind of expelled him, or at least defeated him for the time being. And now he's obviously very remorseful. You know, so far remorseful. But they may have fixed Farouk. <laughs> I I mean, which is crazy. I, I feel like I don't buy it. But I don't also, know either, but like they definitely, but I don't know. they definitely killed something, and he helped them for sure. But like, could it all just be Shadow King making them think that they killed something? It yeah, could is be, this all it, some bullshit game? It seems yeah. that that's the that's the trouble with abusers. You can never trust yeah. them. <laughs> it seems like with the uh, power of Cosmar and all these people to change the realities, they're able. They, they were able to kind of get on a level playing field with him for like the first time ever, because she was like able to pierce through all his bullshit. And kind of like see, I hope so. Who it'd be like, pretty cool to yeah. get like a like an actual Farouk separate of the Shadow King and yeah. see who that person is because I honestly thought they were the same yeah. up until this point. So it just seems like ever since he was a kid, they kind of yeah, because they kind of show him breaking through and like the Shadow King coming out and him holding him and then stabbing him, and then they all kind of snap out and wake up and yeah, he's he's free for now. He's sad. <laughs> He's very sad about it too. Yeah, but yeah, does that just mean Shadow King is now like also free, or is he dead? Or has Ooh. he been defeated? Yeah, like it seems like he's been defeated, but that's we that's not clear, right? But who is he going to jump into and inhabit next? Yeah, yeah. if he's not if, if dead, he's, if he's not dead, where where is he going? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, hopefully, nobody. <laughs> um, it seems like we a already lot had of, an onslaught running around. Let's not get a yeah. We don't get a exactly. It's seems true. like a lot of work um, for what he's doing. You know what they did. They went through a lot of work to get rid of him. So like, hopefully it's uh, worth it. The the art in this was it was crazy uh, with all the um, just all the different changings of reality and like the the mindscapes that they created. It was a uh, as a very crazy issue. <laughs> Yeah, sort of, honestly, sort of hard to keep track of some of it, but you know, it's still pretty. I was, um, I was gonna great. say, I, I, I'm astonished it was so easy to keep track of everything like that. It, like, yeah, it was tough like at was, times. Yeah, but it's it, it's busy, but it's comprehensible. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, absolutely, it's like, it's, it's like very it's well. supposed, it portrays. Yeah, it's supposed just the to be way it portrays, uh, portrays psychic planes and yeah. their powers working together is just super cool. Yeah, it was yeah. very very cool, especially that yeah. you really got to see some of the characters like Cosmo really flex maybe how strong yep. that they are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's kind of cool to see to see all that stuff too. 
Yeah, it was a great issue. Um, I wasn't, didn't think they were going to just come out victorious because, like, no one ever does against that motherfucker. <laughs> so it's nice to see maybe, maybe at least a, a slight win for now. And, and do you think now, because, like, they addressed the is Scout able to be resurrected thing. Do you think they're going to go back and address um, Cosmar and now No Girl's, like, body image issues and, like, wanting to be resurrected in a better body? Yeah, because, they might. Like, because, like, the, here's what they actually look like. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. in, in their brain. This is who they are. So, like, let them be well, that. that. was that was less them, uh, I don't know, that was less them saying that they couldn't do that more so Danny wouldn't do that. Yeah, but, like... You know, if we're I mean, all maybe. trying to, yeah, if we're all trying to be our fully actualized selves, let them do that. Because it was more like, you should be happy to be a mutant and, and love the body that you're in. And it's like, even Cosmar didn't, her ideal self was still somewhat mutated. Like she still, yeah. but she looked more she feminine. Had the eye. You know? Uh, yeah, she saw the, the eye. eye thing, yeah. But she, but she wasn't quite as like like distorted, you know. So like, just let her do that, man. Let a person be in the body they want to be, you know. Like, yeah, we could use more of that in general, you know. Exactly. Like, no, no one's body should be a prison. Exactly. So I'm especially, hoping that, that especially comes up again. If, if you have the ability to just resurrect whatever body you fucking want. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like build a body for no girl so she can I don't know communicate with anyone perhaps. Yeah, That'd be tight. Queen choir can get a bigger penis. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, right? They, 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 no they, girl can get a body. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could just make people think he has a bigger penis, so you know what? He's fine. <laughs> so he didn't that even is, need it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's got What a waste them. of goo. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Gross. He's gotta get allocated <laughs> allocated people goo for we his gotta use schlong. Well we're gonna have to use extra goo if you want a bigger chode. I'll, so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll allocate some people goo. <laughs> oh my Gross. God. Let's get out of here. Who's next? <laughs> On that note. Uh, okay, so my comic is Human Target Number 2 by Tom King and Greg Smallwood. This book um, is so pretty. It is pretty. So fucking it's a, pretty. It's a good book. Maybe the best week for art we've had in a long time. Yeah. Um, anyway, this book starts with Human Target getting pizza for breakfast. Uh, Same. And we meet Luigi. Uh... <laughs> Seems a little uh, racist, huh? But they say immediately his, his, they immediately say his name isn't Luigi. It's just the name of the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I think well. they, they they do it to keep some anonymity between the two. But yeah, I think he's like, yeah, Luigi. Luigi's not his name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some shit yeah. like that. But like, uh, so Luigi runs a restaurant, but uh, Human Target lives above it, and they talk about it, and it's like this. Uh, relationship where they both know each other's full of shit, but they don't talk, they don't like question each other, and they just kind of, uh, he like lets Human Target live above his restaurant without rent. And that's that's pretty sick. That's doesn't a- question the gun smokes, so you know, yeah, they just <laughs> they keep each other's secrets, yeah, they and- just have an agreement, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, as he's serving him pizza, he's like, oh, yeah, there's a, there's a dame in your office. It's like, you know, you see the getaway sticks on her. <laughs> I, I love how pulp noir this is. Like, this whole book 
it plays like uh like a Humphrey Bogart film. Yeah. Like just black and white, like noir. It's so good. Except it's in some of the most beautiful color rendering I've seen in a long time. Yep. Yeah. Like, you know, like Lever to Heaven. Dude, just the, technicolor. The color palettes in this issue are just astonishing. Um, oh, yeah. And so Human Target's like, what? You just, you just let a random woman in my apartment? <laughs> He's like, well, you know, there, there's some women you can't, uh, can say no to, and there's some you can't. Um, so he goes up to his apartment and he meets Ice and finally, this is like the first time we've seen Ice in a long time. Um, and she, she looks like she's like a straight out of a noir film. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's when I knew this dame was going to be trouble. (laughs) Might as well have been that. There's so many good lines like that too, through the whole book. Yeah. Yeah, like there's a drum that plays when she walks across the room, kind of. He talks about how he can smell her perfume. Um. Anyway, so she mentions that the uh, the doctor called her and told her that uh, you know he'd been poisoned and that they think that a member of the Justice League International w- is involved, and um, so he's like. You know, why don't, it's getting kind of cold in here. Why don't, why don't we go somewhere where we can heat up? So they go to the beach. <laughs> and um, Which is, like, her fault. Like, <laughs> she says that, too. It's like, the longer, yeah, I, yeah. the longer I'm around, the colder it gets. <laughs> yeah. I just like that they, like, he has 11 days left to live at this point, And he's like, you know what? Let's just go to the beach and, like, waste a whole day at the beach. I mean, if I only had 11 days left to die, I would spend 10 of them doing that. I guess. But it, I mean, if, if you're going to, he's in a situation where he's got 11 days left to live until he can figure out a way to live. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Seems like I'd wasting st- a I lot of still, that time. I would still go to the beach. It's fine. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Who needs so, it anyway? They, they, uh, they drive and as they're driving, she kind of gives her origin, which, you know, we know from the comics. Uh, if you're just familiar with the character. Um, so but- so RJ is familiar, and I am somewhat familiar. <laughs> yeah, she's Elsa from Frozen. Got it. <laughs> More or well, less. She's- God damn it. <laughs> no, she's Elsa from Frozen that, if that was like a cover-up. <laughs> yeah. Because her story is like she was born as like a, a Nordic goddess, and, you know, growing up with polar bears, and then her her parents discovered her powers and like made her uh like an ambassador uh and then you know that but that was just that was all false information she was really a a romani like a uh impoverished child that her father was worried that her grandfather was going to use her powers for crime and she ends up murdering all of them including her father oops Pretty yeah. badass. <laughs> she's the she's the living embodiment of the of the iceberg picture. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it it it's cool that like this character with an established backstory, but it's put into this this uh, this comic book that is so uh, like you know against type of just being a normal comic like it's a it's a crime book and it plays like a film noir but she like 
that backstory translates so well to just femme fatale of yeah. like you know sinister lady like the whole this whole issue there's a lot of um they really hide their true selves but they they like there's a lot of like flirtation and back and forth between them and they they play up the fact that they both know that they're both hiding shit it's really good yeah th- this whole thing reads and even looks a hell of a lot more like a criminal book than it does a dc book yeah like, absolutely that that uh panel that like layout of her telling her backstory uh i i honestly forgot i wasn't reading an ed brubaker sean phillips book for a second there <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, that's what this book feels like at least this issue for sure she uh she talks about her days at the justice league international and she's like it's funny how serious things were like the world almost ended but we managed to always stay positive and the, there's this great panel of Fire and Ice and Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, and they do the ha, which is like the famous laugh SFX from Justice League International. <laughs> it's like meta-commentary about, you know, how dour superhero books are being now. And then she asks him about his childhood, and he doesn't reveal like nearly as much as she did, and uh, talks about like skipping stones, like waiting for his father to come back and she like makes a makes a stone out of ice for him to skip then they they go to get food and uh she's like all this talk about everything everything except the one thing you're known for i mean what's ice without fire and because she hasn't brought up fire or poison the whole time so he pretty uh, much calls her out it's like this one he's like look this is why you're here basically he tells her why she showed up yeah, and she says that uh, Fire wanted Luther dead. So clearly, she's she's like uh, Ice. Kind of explains that she like wanted to get out in front of him, thinking that Fire did it because she knows Fire didn't do it. And she goes into this backstory about how she was murdered, um, which is a real story that happened. And uh, Guy Gardner, who is her ex. Um, found out that the person who killed Ice was in contact with Luther, and Luther kind of set up this whole thing. It was like, well, you know, if you come down and like murder Superman, <laughs> but then Ice got murdered also. So Luther's kind of to blame uh, for her dying. So they they figure that out, and then uh, Guy and Fire um, learn that, and so that's why they think that maybe fire did it um yeah but it seems like ice doesn't think that that's the case um yeah but or she's just trying to protect her yeah i think yeah family and she's the only one in the the jli that seems to be yeah the most trustworthy i should say not the only trustworthy person he also goes swimming and she changes his new bathing suit and he's like (laughs) It'll do, but inside his face image is like, Awooga! <laughs> <laughs> like, the narration box is Jesus! <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure, Look, you look fine. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like, ha! <"Huh!" laughs> Dear Lord, help me! <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but, this, uh, this book is too fucking pretty. Yeah, this, this sunset scene of them sw- swimming is just... So good. I know. Yeah. The colors and the, just the the way that the 
panels are broken down and the way the, f- the story flows, it's so good. I like that there's yeah. no panel lines in this book either. Like there isn't a whole lot of line work. It's it's mostly color and like just blocking. It's really nice. And and then uh, so like obviously they they flirt the whole issue, but um he he's kind of trying to like rein himself in and um like y'all want to hit that there's this moment where they go swimming (laughs) and he uh because he's dying he can't swim that well and he kind of feels like he's about to uh you know drown and then um he's coughing but she holds his face and then ends up kissing him he's like i can't get a breath in my legs are i can't something cool and easy passes through me all the way through and all the damn pain that's been haunting me since I drank that damn coffee, it's gone. Yesterday I was dead, today I'm in trouble. <laughs> that yeah, that's, so one of those, that's one of those lines. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And then uh, they go home and he like lets her go, but he says that he'll call her, which he knows is a mistake because uh, he feels like that she knows a lot more than she's letting on. And the ending is pretty much, you learn that human target faked the doctor's call that he was the doctor that she spoke to Mm -hmm. and he revealed all the information because he knew he could get her to come in and he knew he he actually thinks ice is the one that that killed him yeah that you know poisoned him and sneaky bastard it's so cool (laughs) yup but uh yeah it's great because it's like i knew she'd make some excuse i knew she'd come and i'd get a chance to see up close the woman who might have killed me i can still smell her perfume on my suit mm. it's like it's so good dude's yeah. got a bad damn. he's got a bad <laughs> yeah hot fire no nah, man <laughs> he's got it for the lady who tried to kill him yeah, man. maybe maybe it's that fear erection man i wish ice would poison me <laughs> that's all i'm saying don't we all uh more of a fire guy myself but you know <laughs> that's fair Oh, all right. Uh, y'all ready to take a hard left turn? <laughs> I am so ready. Oh I can't wait to talk We're about this book with you, Casey. back, baby. Uh, Department of Truth number 14 by James Tynion IV and John J. Pearson. Um, damn, John J. Pearson did a great job of emulating um, um, Martin Simmons' art style. It's very, it flows exactly the same. It's I didn't even fun. realize that it was a different artist until I went exactly. back and read The Masthead. Yep, yep. I noticed yeah. it a little bit because the faces are a little bit cleaner, but yeah, he, he captures that same like, but the same th- storytelling technique. You know, this book also does things with style that are very purposeful. So it's like mm-hmm. it's hard to tell. Yeah, the coloring is very similar. Yeah. Um. So this book starts out, and it's it's a flashback um to immediately post JFK's assassination and Lee Harvey Oswald, who is probably a tulpa. Uh, but at this point, they don't know that. Um, it's Lee Harvey yeah. Oswald and uh, the tinfoil hat man uh, going on a mission. And uh, it starts out with some good comedy because he, he was told by the department to shave his head. And like tinfoil hat guy's like, you didn't have to shave your eyebrows. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> fucking idiot. You look, yeah, you fucking stupid. It's like, bald people have eyebrows. Yeah. What are you talking fucking about? Fucking idiot. So now you just have alopecia. Like, yeah. what? Now you, just, now you look even fucking, you stand out even more, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now, yeah, now people are going to go, is that 
Lee Harvey Oswald without eyebrows? What the hell yeah. am I yeah. looking at right now? Yeah, and their these eyes two... start bleeding. And <laughs> these two guys with with Lee Harvey Oswald with not a, a speck of hair on his head, and this guy with a tin tinfoil hat, tinfoil yeah. hat poking out from under his like fedora. It's yeah. like you guys are the the opposite of inconspicuous. Yeah. You are yeah, so yeah. conspicuous. They look right like now. the dumbest men in black. Like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. the B team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, the reject men in black. Um, so, so they they're on a mission, um, and they they find this guy who's like way out in the wilderness, and the, the guy's like, "Are you the government?" And they're like, "Yes, no, oh, wait." Um, <laughs> I like I really what? liked it because the the word bubbles actually collide in that yeah. when yeah. they both answer. Yeah, they clearly say it at the same time. It's just like, uh, so we work with the government, but nobody knows that we're here. So, and, and this guy's got like this glowing white beard, and throughout this, I kept just hoping that that was going to turn out to be Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> There's still time. Yeah, it still could be. <laughs> Because so I mean, be. you know, oh, if, man. what's a better tulpa than Santa Claus that enough people believe? I really oh, hope man. Santa isn't black hat. Or <laughs> like I Santa really... comes in and saves the day at the very end. Like I hope that there is like a story arc about Santa Claus and it's somehow just as depressing as the Bigfoot saga. <laughs> just this as just, dark. Jesus this just turns into Rise of the Guardians. <laughs> Uh, uh, so uh, Lee Harvey Oswald asks him about the Babylon working, and this gets the guy talking. He's like, what, "What kind of fucking government people are you?" I like how he's he like, was like, "All right, so what do you guys know?" And they're like, "How about you just tell us what we know?" He's yeah, like, "All exactly. right, fine." He's like, "All right, come into my bunker." So he so the, he takes them down into the bunker to tell his story, and he's basically talking about how like any day now the uh, the Cold War. Like he's like, after all that Cuba shit, and like. You know, so he's uh, he's a little paranoid. Um, gives gives uh, Lee some of his own moonshine, which is a great little sequence because it turns to like pencil sketches. Yeah, it knocks it, the color right oh, out. Yeah, of we, we just yeah. we just jump into it, the Aha music video. Yeah, yeah take on but me. it also is clearly a perfect trace of when Lee Harvey Oswald was assassinated. Oh, you're like, right. It the is face that he's face. making when he, yeah the the. the the O face from drinking the moonshine is the is the I got murdered face. Oh, which that's is... so wild. <laughs> I couldn't the I couldn't I drop got, it. The it was I so got good. murdered face. The fact that we even have that picture of Oswald is kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I fair. mean, yeah. It was, it was it was a failure on everyone's part, or was it on purpose? Uh, we'll find out. I guess this book is going to tell us. Um, <laughs> it was Santa. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it was Santa. Oh, wow. <laughs> Santa killed JFK. He <laughs> was on his naughty list. <laughs> oh man! And that so, year, he decided to do something about it. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> This so he starts Christmas. getting into into uh, the Babylon working, otherwise known as the Moonchild Ritual, otherwise known as uh, the the Agape Lodge of Orondo Tem- Templi Orientis. Some Crowley um, Parsons fucking Hubbard shit. Yeah, yeah, it is, man. These Ooh. fucking assholes. <laughs> These fucking assholes. So, so it's all about when Jack Parsons teamed up with L. Ron Hubbard and tried to pull some Crowley shit that they were not fucking prepared for. Also, I love when it starts going into this, there's like a big splash page of like, you know, Crowley and his like King Tut get up and then like Jack Parsons face and what is clearly L. Ron Hubbard's face 
but they just don't finish drawing it because yeah. Scientology will sue the shit out of you. <laughs> oh shit, that's oh. why they did that? I mean, there's no other reason, right? Like they I have guess, they, they all be. they have is a, a like they have an army of lawyers. Yeah, so it's gotta of course be. that has to yeah. be why. We're <laughs> gonna get sued for this. Honestly though, like th- this is this is a, a, a bold move to go this yeah. direction with this story if that's the case. Like I mean, one hundred percent. I mean yeah, it's definitely they could they could probably sue Image Comics out of existence for defamation of L. Ron Hubbard. Well, this <laughs> did oh happen, God, but for so. all completely factual things that happened. Yeah, yeah like that's the thing. Um, but listen, the, you just gotta accept that your favorite person is a loser. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah he he might have ruined the world. <laughs> he might have ruined the world. He ran. That's a cult, really uh, hard for some people, RJ. Unfortunately, yeah. I, I mean, I know. I've learned, if I learned anything from 2020, that's what that's what I learned. But I favorite. mean, there's there's gotta be a so there's only so much senior worship you can take before you go. This dude's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I might like this shit, but this dude's a loser. This guy like, yeah, he's sucks. got a lot of boats, but like, you know. can we get <laughs> yeah? Can we get someone else in here? This guy sucks. <laughs> That turned out to be even worse because the guy they got now is so much worse than L. Ron. Oh, God, I really oh, hope God. Scientology doesn't come after us after this the, episode. I hope they do. Give the me a copy I, of Dianetics, you fucking cowards. I can't <laughs> handle that shit. I don't want any part of it. <laughs> yeah, you think they give a fuck about us? Yeah, no, we're not big enough. Wait, wait until we, you know, like become famous and then. then yeah, we don't have we don't have that Joe Rogan following. We're, we're fine. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, so they start talking about, uh, like, like the whole, <laughs> he go, he basically, he's like, look, magic is fucking real. Like telling us what we already <laughs> knew about this book slash reality. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, if you, if you have enough, like, uh, enough power in the human brain, if you believe enough in, in yourself and in your actions and you add enough human ecstasy and you cr- turn yourself into a symbol, like you can you can recategorize the whole world. Like you can, you can yeah. rewrite things. Kind of like and- oh, you also have to jerk off while you're doing it. Yeah. 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 Well, he's talking about like doing this and like bring in, open the door for things and angels and bring this thing over. Like, and yeah. they're like angels. He's like, no, just shut the fuck up. I'm using words yeah, you I- understand. Just listen yeah. to the fuck I'm saying. You yeah. Idiots. I'm trying to, I'm trying to explain it in, in dumbass terms. Yeah. You dumbass. Just, fuck, just shut the fuck up and listen. Yeah. I love when he's like, he's like, yeah. So suddenly you're not, you're not fucking some guy's wife at a house party. You're commuting with the divine feminine. And it's like, yeah, it's yeah. all about perspective, baby. The yeah. um, divine feminine urge to, masturbate in the middle of a desert <laughs> and hey bring man. about the end of time yep. hey man. sometimes you, you know sometimes you sometimes just you got to sometimes you just gotta fucking hammer one out you know yep yep and then he gets into your bros. He, yeah, he... <laughs> I, I do like this crowley love i do the like this um the crowley hitler splash oh, page so good yeah because it's, really it's cool. talking about like like how churchill hired crowley because he's like i don't understand any of this shit we need a we need a team yeah, someone tell me what these his wackadoos are doing <laughs> yeah so so like then it becomes the the fight of the occult powers yeah and then that's when he gets into these just like okay so so if i want to commune with god right i'm gonna summon an angel because i can't literally summon god so i'm gonna summon an angel and learn what i can about my god and that's when they're like wait you're summoning angels he's like shut the fuck up yeah just shut the <laughs> no. fuck up no not literally just listen to what i'm fucking saying yeah yeah, yeah. so these <laughs> these dipshits so fucking good. uh jack jack parsons and and l ron hubbard are egomaniacs right so they think that they're gonna like they're gonna skip all of that and commune directly with their god the scarlet woman like they are going to call down yeah, babylon the, the woman of babylon mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly. yeah yeah and and so they yeah they go out in the desert and they jerk off a bunch and they I love open how the door I, the image of jack parsons 
fucking jerking off in the desert while L. Ron Hubbard is taking notes is incredible to me. Like, that <laughs> they're is made of like pure light, but like they're in that he's in that pose of just yeah, just bagging. But one they're out. specifically talking about like Hell Ron Hubbard was there just to watch and take notes. He like like I'm like this is incredible. <laughs> nah, but he he did participate. But he did yes, participate. He wanted- but, like the, the 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 splash page and like the way they describe it, it's like he was mo- he Parsons was really the one that was super into it. Oh yeah, yeah Hubbard yeah. kind of yeah, like I'll- Hubbard was like the fucking kid no one wanted to hang out with but like jack thought he was yeah, cool. he's, he was cool he's a hanger on. yeah exactly yeah. he um, wasn't really and, yeah, there and, he was a and fucking L. Ron nerd hubbard, <laughs> like it, the difference between crowley and l ron hubbard or even jack parsons and l ron hubbard is that uh l ron hubbard really lrh as i'll call him to stop saying that full sentence um <laughs> lrh really was tapped into something in the human psyche and used it specifically for his ego Whereas I think Crowley and Parsons wanted something bigger. Like they wanted. Eh, pretend- no. I mean, yeah, they had ego too. I disagree but- about Crowley. I'm pretty <sighs> sure he did it all so he could just do whatever the fuck I mean, he no, wanted. Yeah, for ego. He believed but- it. Yes, but- he believed it. I think L. Ron Hubbard didn't believe it. I think L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> That's fair. Because Crowley to- definitely did it just to be fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. LRH <laughs> did it to get rich and get fucked. Like, that's all yeah, he did it It's for. like, just buy a leather jacket, dude. You don't I have think to- Crowley believed it, but also did it for that, too. Yeah, but, but like, Crowley bought his own. He, he, he drank sniffed his own, his own farts, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. And so did, and, and Parsons sniffed Crowley's farts. Yeah, so absolutely. They were, on, absolutely. they were on the same wavelength, whereas Hubbard was just like, yo, I want to fuck and own a boat. He cult. wanted to be as cool as them, and he just didn't. <laughs> And he just was a nerd. I want a bunch of Battlefield Earth sequels. Yeah. yeah. Like, he was a huge nerd, and Crowley was the guy that he wanted to be like and just didn't know what he was doing. Like, Crowley, like, believed it. He was just as, like, you know what I mean? Like, he, whether he believed it or not, he was doing it to feed his fucking ego. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like they were all competing over who got to be the supreme loser. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And it worked. (laughs) They all, they all won somehow. Yeah, somehow they Um, all won. But yeah, so so in this, uh, you know, jerking off in the desert uh, thing, <laughs> no, that's not, they can't breeze past that guy. You, you, you really can't. Desert. You can't downplay the jerking off in the desert yeah, portion. Yeah, we can't. Of this. We can't. Um, so, yeah, so they, so they do. Like, what if you got sand? You know what? Whatever. Let's not get into <laughs> oh, it. Oh. Um, <laughs> so they they do open the portal, like a, a it, portal, and, and the Scarlet Woman comes through. And Who, uh, we this, rec- I recognize her. Which. <laughs> I we we called this earlier. We thought, but it, yeah, also, we speculated. But I'm also mad that I didn't catch it earlier than this. You know what I mean? Like, right. it, like we called it a couple issues ago, but I really should have called like it. Like she issue truly one. I'm is mad at the myself. Scarlet Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She physically is, and uh, yeah. So right, right when they do this, they're like, oh shit! Now there's all of these like alien sightings and, and and alien crashes in roswell and like the iron curtain goes up and the cold war starts uh-huh. in earnest and like the, the bulletin of atomic scientists starts the doomsday clock at seven minutes to midnight like all this shit starts popping off because the scarlet the world woman literally just, starts ending yeah it, yeah yeah it's just all everything starts fucking up and then yeah. like proving my point instead of caring about any of this LRH just steals Jack Parsons' girlfriend and buys a yacht and like and rips him leaves. out off of a bunch of yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, like it was always just like I'm gonna fuck your girl and steal your money. Like yeah. that's all it was ever was to him. You know? Yeah, the fucking nerd stealing someone's yeah. girl, man. Yeah, and like <laughs> Crowley died the following year, and 
like Parsons blew himself up in a, in the JPL lab. Uh, like it's just everything goes to shit immediately, and that's when this guy is like, "I'm gonna go hide in the woods and buy a bunker," and that's like, "I'm done. Like I'm out. I'm fucking." Yeah, out like of this. they released the fucking the the you know the woman of bat like it's like the fucking end yeah. of days is here and like we fucking yeah, brought the, it here the eon of horus yeah. is here like it's like the the catholics were right this is the end of the fucking world and this dude starts just losing his mind he's yeah. just like the lake of fire is going to swallow us all up and we deserve it <laughs> okay i'm done talking get, get the fuck out, <laughs> get, out of, get, the fu- <laughs> get the fuck out of my bunker <laughs> does this mean that the that the this series the next logical step is for the good guys to go get grant morrison to counteract all of them <gasps> they gotta do something grant morrison is clearly the good version of all these dumbasses right yes dude if it doesn't he's the lead cool to that version of all these he's definitely the cool version yeah yeah no if it if, if grant morrison isn't a character in this book i'm going to write oh, james, uh, james tyne in a strongly worded that, letter that's the next arc <laughs> We, um, no, we it's not it though. Out. It's not though. It's Do you not, know what the next arc is? Do you I, know what the next arc I, is? Yeah, we'll Casey, get, we'll I'm get sure there. literally we'll get screamed. There. Woo! It was it really. I <laughs> saw. I saw the the preview page for the next issue on this book, and I was like, Casey may have just exploded. <laughs> but also, like, I don't want to like the next three pages of this book kind of like broke you. It did everything. It's the whole fucking everything. book right here. They yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. So, it's all here. It's so crazy. So they leave, they leave, and Tinfoil Hat Man, whose name I completely keep forgetting, yeah, he's I don't just like, you, do you believe all that shit? And he's like, doesn't matter whether I believe it or not, it's happening. Like, like it's around mm. us. Right, but and earlier he- in the book, they talked about like, hey, did you see something out there when you were, may or may not have been shooting JFK? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's like yeah, you- I definitely fucking saw something, but I'm not gonna yeah, tell and then, you. And then it, it flips to the page of them in the book depository, and the, the Scarlet Woman saying to him do you see it it's important that you see and him just being a fucking tulpa like this like half formed thought yeah, and she concept. is the one with the gun yeah she's she's the one with the smoking gun uh yeah and then and then and at then, this point yeah exactly they go to get in their they go to get in their car and the, the, there'd been like a shitty little kid like just like <laughs> sitting outside great. smoking yeah and the kid is like take me with you this guy's fucking nuts and then uh, and mm. lee Harvey oswald is like Yo, your dad's fucking nuts, but he knows a bunch of shit. Go learn what you can from him and then then come talk to me. What's your name, kid? And he's like, Harrison Hawk. And it's, it's like, like boom! Boom! boom. Yeah. So it brings it all together. This is our this is our entire cast of characters except for Cole. Like, is it Harrison this- Hawk or is it Hawk Harrison? I thought it was Hawk, Hawk Harrison. Harrison. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. his name's Hawk Harrison. Uh, it's Hawk. He says Hawk. It's, it's Hawk. fucking yeah. Hawk. Harrison. Though. It is. Yeah, it's Hawk. It's crazy. It's just, yeah, it's it's that prick. Um, that's where he learned all of the the magic is from his uh his fucking crazy dad his, his who used crazy. to hang out with Santa Jack Claus. Parsons and yeah, who's Santa Claus from Santa Claus out of bunker yeah. in the middle of the from woods. Santa Claus. <laughs> but that's when we get the preview for the next issue, which is fucking Mothman. Mothman. We get Mothman. Uh, dibs. We're Call finally, dibs no, ahead of time. No, we're finally, unacceptable. We're getting a Mothman, guys. <laughs> unacceptable. I I called dibs the second this I I laid eyes on it My, and I and I got I got an eye infection and the radiation poisoning. Yeah, all that TNT poisoning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've wanted a Mothman oh. for a minute for this I book. I wanted a Mothman from like yeah. the first had, issue. You wanted a Mothman. I, I feel like you've I, complained I every issue that wasn't Mothman up until yeah. this moment. Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, you know, I knew it was coming, so no more. Yeah, no eventually, more to complain. like it was. They must have listened. They were like, "Look, if we don't put a Mothman in this, uh, this one small podcast that no one knows about is gonna 
really. They're, they're gonna be really upset. I'm gonna sing it, send an angry letter. Strong. Moth, Mothman is having a fucking letter. moment though. So yeah. there's know, a there's a whole Mothman it. renaissance happening, good, and I'm here. Good for, for him, it. I guess. <laughs> it? Good for him. I don't know. I hope he gives. I hope he, hope he gives everyone in the world pink eye. He's my, he's a fucking, it's a great character guy. on a Netflix. Show. I don't just believe in Mothman. In I believe in Mothman. Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm with. I'm with her. You know. That's. <laughs> you know, Mothman starting his career in HR. It's great. If you haven't watched it, Inside Job. I still haven't show. watched that, it's but the fact that you told me it's Ron Funches makes me. I, that's my favorite thing. Yeah, it's fucking fantastic. <laughs> just, just King Shark slash like. <laughs> He's just this mild-mannered so Mothman. It's fucking great. Uh, all right. HR by right day. Well, well. Speaking of by mutant animal person hybrids. Hey, look at that! Wow. <laughs> look what I did. That segue. Wait a, a little bit of a stretch there. Yeah, I mean, is is it though? I got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one twenty three by Sophie Campbell, Jody Nishijima, and Rhonda Patterson. I don't know. Are the turtles like interdimensional, um, in, like doom uh, oracles? I don't know. I don't uh, know. Sometimes <laughs> Do- Doom Oracles is a great fucking band name. Yeah, that's my sludge metal band. That's fucking good, dude. <laughs> that's my bubble grunge band. Bubble grunge. God, I don't want to defer, but I feel like music genres have just gotten out of hand at this point. That was just from that Spotify. Thing. Yeah, that was a stab at Spotify. I feel like oh, everyone yeah. I know posted their Spotify genres. I'm like, what the fuck is bubble grunge, and why is everyone suddenly listening to it? I think it's my funny. Spotify told me to get a life because I listen to more music than 99 percent of the USA. Yeah, every time I see one posted, I'm like, oh. Oh, you guys listen to a lot of music. Then I get mine, and it's like triple. So it's like, oh, all mine, right. M- mine was mine was like a hundred times more than everyone else. Yeah, I just have it. I have it on most of the time. But anyway, let's not so anyway, let's not toys. let's not get too crazy. Turtles, eh? Yeah, we get the. It's a very Leonardo issue. Um, Leonardo's kind of lost because like everybody's sort of paired map? off or found a buddy or best friend in this new mutant town except him he's just kind of leo he's, he's the leader so he's he's gotta you know be strong he doesn't get his he doesn't get a buddy yeah he doesn't it, and and we get into it later so uh he he's like trying to find a way in it's one of those things where like it kind of sets it all up like like raf has alopex um uh Donnie has uh Mona Lisa. Uh Mikey's got the goddamn cat. <laughs> the cat <laughs> and the oh. podcast. And, which and is he, like- he has a podcast, which is like a which is like a relationship. <laughs> so he he goes out on patrol and he finds um Casey and Sheena like on what looks like a date. Right, they kind of play it like he uh, caught Sheena cheating on Jenica. Well, Sheena asked him specifically not to tell Jenica about it. Right. So, like, yeah. So it just seems super shady until that's that's messy. It is a little messy. So um, we we find out that they're like hanging out outside some club, and they're like, "Well, you should come. You should come hang out anyway. I think you'd like this." And it is a Fight Club. Oh, oh I shit. just took it as the the Fight Club was like the the secret, not they weren't they were just going together, right? I don't think there's any 
Well, yeah, she probably doesn't want Jenica to know that she's going to a fight club. Right. <laughs> That's but, probably But what she that probably is. also doesn't want Jenica to know that she's hanging out with her dickhead ex-boyfriend either. Yeah, both things. Because that yeah. didn't yeah. exactly end amicably. Casey's bad with women. <laughs> he is. He's just, he just sucks. Yeah. Anyway. Like, you root for him, but he sucks. You know, like, he's that kind of... <laughs> Man, am I right? Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so there's this this fight club going on, and there's like this this mouse girl in charge with rainbow hair who I'm like all in on. I'm like, I, I love this lady. I want more of her in this comic book. Just I don't know. She's great. She's just like she's that like um God, who's who's the lady from from Star Wars that uh, in the new sequels that ran the cantina? Oh, um, Maz Cantina. Exactly. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like that, but like, why do I feel like this is a Sophie Campbell self insert? <laughs> oh, it could be. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's the vibe I'm getting. <laughs> but yeah, it's like this super positive energy, like like they have a boxing ring in the middle of the of the bar and people have fights but it's like it's not like you know fight club fight club where it's all roided out and you know it's all positive like you know do you shake hands afterwards no one's really getting hurt and they're all like leo you would fit right in in a place like this he's like i don't want to use my training for you know like gambling and whatnot but uh he ends up really enjoying it and then he ends up uh, getting paired up with this with this woman who's like, don't like. He's kind of like holding back a little bit, and she's kind of calling him on it. And then uh, he ends up kind of kicking her ass. But then they become friends. So, I mean, he's like, been a ninja his whole life, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, like, he yeah, no. he invites her to the dojo and this is all this is all too like this is a this is like a the crowd is a mix of mutants and humans so like we find out that there are some humans that were like in underground tunnels when the bomb went off and had been like sealed into mutant town with mutants and then there are some who just kind of hopped the fence yeah yeah. i would i would love to live in a like autonomous autonomous zone run by mutant turtles like why would you not want to live there like (laughs) that sounds horrifying i would absolutely (laughs) that sounds horrifying (laughs) so so the 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 weird kind of the weirdness here is this this new friend of of leo's is human so like he's like oh you should come hang out at the dojo it's like how is it going to go over if just some rando human shows up at the dojo I read that she's a Archie Comics TMNT character. She was uh, like a disciple of Leo's from that. But oh I shit! Oh, I shit. didn't know that. That's that's so Sophie Campbell though. To yeah, to Does, find something do, in the lore like that. In this issue, do they acknowledge that they know each other before this, or is this like a, a no, reinvention is, of no. the meeting? Okay, definitely the first time. Cool. Well, that then rule. this is a first appearance, and you should hold on to it, everybody. Oh that's- shit. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know she was from the Archie books, but that's pretty. That's pretty. I could badass. be misremembering what I read, but that wouldn't surprise me. I doing don't. a little digging. Yeah. And then uh, it, Leo and Casey catch up on just Casey's life being sort of just a mess. Well, because the last <laughs> time we saw Casey, him and um, Raphael had like a huge fight. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they they kind of talk about and 
what happened and and then they come across a mugging and uh <laughs> beat up some dudes classic yeah casey uh brains a guy with a uh golf club it's pretty awesome <laughs> classic toitles so then we get back at the lair and it's like you know everyone he, he kind of passes by everyone who's still paired off but this time he's like he's smiling about it so i guess like he kind of finally found his his spot yeah his groove he got his groove back <laughs> character growth <laughs> But then we get this side bit where Lita and the Weasels run into Oof. Hob, just, I guess, like lurking around. And Hob's like, I need you guys to do a favor for me. And all the Weasels go running off. So uh, we get more Hob uh, and Weasels drama. I hate that. I hate- <laughs> Come back, little baby. Right? I love you. Don't do it. <laughs> But I, I love the world building that's been going on in the last, like, 50 issues or so of this book of this kind of establishing a mutant New York. Mm-hmm. And Sophie is is a big fan of the of the original Palladium games. Like, that's kind of how she got brought into to Turtles back in the day. And this, the after the bomb story is really, it's one of the books from the, the RPG kind of reimagine so that's been that's been fun to watch because yeah, a, a lot of these characters too were characters from uh, after the bomb mm. Mm. we did it all right well shout outs no okay oh, okay <laughs> well if sean says so <laughs> my shout out is action comics 1037 uh by philip kennedy johnson miguel mendanka and adriana lucas Superman gets fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of saw that coming from Every, the last and issue. This is, and then everyone watches. So this is more of the, the War World story where uh, we're you know, now on War World and Superman is trying to take down Mongol and it does not go well. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of impaling. Mm. A, lot of, a lot of good guys getting, getting uh, impaled with size and stuff. Yeah, uh, Apollo good. gets fucked up, and um, in fact, the only person Light that Ray, did well was uh, fucking Manchester Black. He was like the only one that yes, yeah, didn't get fucked he, uh, up. That that was one of my favorite parts was Man- Manchester Black fighting the the Ebony Mall like dude. Yeah, he's like, uh, he just ends up beating him with a stick. He's like, yeah, your telepathy <laughs> doesn't work. He's like, good. They just want, and just beats him to death. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right. He's like, I don't cool. just whatever. <laughs> Alright, that works. Fine by me. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh Yeah, uh they they mentioned that like the um the one magic villain is like gonna be a threat, so they're like, Enchantress, take care of that. So she summons a giant snake and eats the 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 villain, but then the villain comes back as like a like a giant version and just just murders Enchantress. It's like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> oh, whoops, <laughs> yeah, man, they they get so wrecked. Yeah, they get fucked but, up. And the, yeah, and uh, Mongol kind of gives a speech to Superman about how War World essentially fucking runs on red sun energy. <laughs> And then That's unfortunate. S- and then stabs him with a kryptonite spear. So, yeah, things 
not going too well. It's no. almost like uh, everyone told him he was going to die there, and this is happening. <laughs> yeah, like whatever council they keep showing, it's just like... The council is like, sucks oh, for yeah, him. we got Superman, it's fine. We, we don't need to send help because it's Superman. He's yeah. like our greatest asset. No, uh, yeah, most of them are like, oh, Wait, we shouldn't hold help on, just I'm in case. I'm getting word. We lost <laughs> Superman. Uh, hold yeah. on. <laughs> Not going to help just in case he loses, because <laughs> then Mongol will be mad at us. So better just stay home. Yep. As he gets fucking murdered. <laughs> but like, you dicks. I'm super excited to see where it goes and, you know, how Superman is going to come die? back from. Yeah. Hopefully, I like that uh, you're super excited for War Superman. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we continue our entirely DC shout out section, uh, I've got. That's true. Uh, Justice League Incarnate, number one, by uh, Joshua Williamson, uh, Dennis Culver, Brandon Peterson, Andre Bresson, Tom Dernick, and Hi-Fi Colors. Uh, yeah, so this this book is the sequel to the like the ongoing book that is, uh, well, I guess it's a main series, but it's a, the direct result of um, Infinite Frontier and yep. the events of that. So this is just the multiverse Justice League, and it fucking rules. And they go to Machine Head's planet, where we find out that Machine Head was just Iron Man, and they have uh, fake Avengers. Like, it's all just uh, everything's an Avengers, uh, like, allegory. (laughs) Weird. They're they're the retaliators, and, like, they're clearly, uh, Captain America says, like, retaliators rampage! And, like, it's just... No, no, it's fucking great. So then, like... (laughs) <laughs> so there's a whole there's a tear in the in the multiverse and that's what like dark side's going to exploit it to like use whatever energy is on the other side of the multiverse and uh so so the the justice league incarnate finds out that that tear is on earth 8 which is where um, machine heads like universe was and so they all go there and then dark side goes there and then clearly who is Thanos <laughs> shows up. It's a uh, Tartarus. Not Thanos. Uh, Thanos. Not Thanos. Thanos. But he's like, I've collected all the color gems. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> he collected all the chaos emeralds. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so, so he's like trying to fuck up Darkseid, and Darkseid just literally snaps his neck. He's just like goodbye, and it's like thank God finally. Um, <laughs> yeah, show is crazy. Yeah, it's a fucking awesome. And yeah, so they, they just, they move the terror in the multiverse and like they use all of their powers to, to do so. Also, they have a savage dragon. They call him Dino Cop. It's fucking awesome. There's just so many little things like this. <laughs> Dino Cop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's in like a Hawaiian shirt. He's just, no. he's just red savage dragon. That's, That's amazing. so funny. Um, oh, is it? Oh, I guess. Yeah. No, because there's, um. His, his um, Dino Cop. That's, what the, that's his name. Oh, it's Dino Cop. <laughs> Because there is a, a red savage dragon Justice League villain. Oh, no, I think he's his, a hero because he's, name he's is working. Dis- his name is Despair. Oh, no. Oh, no, yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, not that guy. Or this is this Despair. is just, yeah, he's yeah. he's in there. Uh, he's like the um, home base team for the Justice yeah. League Incarnate. Yeah. He's like running their, their like watchtower. Um, and then Orion shows up and he's like, we got we to gotta stop Darkseid. And it's fucking awesome. This book fucking rules. It's just so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Uh, so I wanted to shout out the Gotham Villains Anniversary Giant, uh, but specifically the Penguin Story by Danny DeVito, <laughs> Dan Mora, and Tamara Bonvillain. Just <laughs> what I, what a masthead! Like that's yeah, the, holy shit. That's a collection of names I didn't think I'd ever read out on this show. 
I just, I don't know what happened. I just read it. I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> this is wild that Danny DeVito wrote let, Penguin comics. Who let Danny DeVito write a Penguin comic? And, and, and gave them like the best artists on the... The whole company. It to looks do it. so good. <laughs> I mean, to Danny DeVito. Yeah, you're not going to give Danny DeVito the best writer or the best artist, <laughs> so and the best yeah. colorist. Come on, yeah. Like, come on. I don't know if Danny DeVito's writing credits. I don't know. You know. <laughs> I, I, but anyway, the for as a you know as a comic, it's it's not the the writing isn't terrible, but like the the it's it's clearly about penguin but the secondary character is catwoman and there's this um there's this like dynamic between them the way they talk it's kind of like rhymy and i can't tell if he was trying to capture like 60s comics or if he's trying to do something just interesting with it but it it is it's kind of cool uh they, but they like yeah they like rhyme to each other back and forth and like also, they have this like banter love that danny devito wrote himself fucking catwoman like that's that's so great well, i love that 10 out of 10 for him good for him you know <laughs> given the opportunity i guess yeah, yeah what do you yeah. do not fuck michelle pfeiffer slash you know whoever's playing catwoman this week um, like, good so work. but the plot of this story is penguin stealing all of the covid vaccine to inoculate the whole planet <laughs> so sure, just sure say defeatus just like you know get fucking vaccinated how yeah, is that how is that a super villain uh plan well, dude i don't think it is penguin I, you know how much you know penguin's business is actual business he runs a casino yeah, all right he's i not have really to a imagine the pandemic super very yeah. infected that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you know how bad Atlantic City's been doing this these last two years? All right. You, you I'll, know, I'll, I'll, allow, owners. I'll allow it. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> gotta get more feet into the iceberg lounge. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, God. Exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> I just, I, was, I had no idea what was happening until Batman's, like, reading a newspaper. He's like, you know, uh, after they inoculated the whole planet and cured the pandemic, uh, they've been pretty quiet. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> That's the afterthought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bird and cat vanquish virus is the headline. This is like, That's love it. Good. That's amazing. Love it. Good, I fucking know, wish. Good for that. And then there's also <laughs> pictures of like baby penguins and kittens and they're like, you know, you got to take care of the earth. And I'm Ooh. like, okay. <laughs> I, yeah. They start like a wildlife refuge. It's just like, oh, this is beautiful. I'm just I, like, Why has no one done this before? <laughs> I love it. I just get, I just get this mental image of, of Danny DeVito just pacing around the room, just kind of shouting this all out while Dan Mora is just storyboarding everything that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> then I start blasting. Yeah, <laughs> and that's great. I think we should make more comic books this way. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> yep. Very yeah, enjoyable. Why the fuck not? <sighs> Man, all right, y'all ready for this? Holy shit! Sure, bro. Top story. Oh, Top story. Jesus Christ. Woo! Um, or as I like to call it, <sighs> um, men are trash. Yeah. The comic book, yeah. and I'm fucking here for it. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm just crazy. Um, you just do you even need us? for this no nope right. this is me so i'm doing this, you got uh, this. Right. I, I know i know we talk about comics being loud a lot on this show but this this book was bright like yeah yeah, yeah. you gotta no, put it's, on it's, sunglasses to read this book oh it's, it's glowing yeah, this it's, read it's more, absolutely this, spectacular this read more like a history textbook than anything that's else that's the point yeah it's called historia i mean <laughs> maybe you know in the I beginning mean. Oh, yeah, so yeah a lot of it is just in exposition the on the yeah like it's it's the genesis of 
Themyscira, right? So yeah. So it starts out with uh, with all the goddesses. It's a uh, Hestia, uh, Artemis, uh, Demeter, uh, Hecate, uh, Aphrodite, and Athena, and they're all you know like talking about their their powers and like who they represent and, and like um you know what women you know p- what part of women it is that they encompass you know um and and then of course there's Hera who is like the god of them all and it <laughs> she got a lot of eyeballs it, she has a thousand eyes which i love that they keep showing her as so, a fucking peacock it's just like oh my god it's so cool i love that so, so it's essentially just the 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 goddesses um trying to create um life without the need for men because yeah it, and it because because they are they are furious at the injustice that women have had yeah. to endure at the hands of men for the entirety of their existence well, so it this, goes through there's this crazy splash page of like all the 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 crimes of men yeah uh yeah. put on to like pottery yeah and, yeah like Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's the the degradation, the the chattelry, the exclusion, the entitlement, the occlusion, the suppression, the humiliation, the subjugation, the assault, and the murder. And it's just and then it going pa- through. Ugh. And it pans out, and it's just thousands of these pots. Yeah. 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 And it's the, just like... The absolute... The artwork in this is just fucking breathtaking. Not a, I do not also want to... centimeter of the page is wasted on... on a, ugh. I do also want to point out that Kelly Sue, always the the fucking inclusionary fucking icon that she is, she specifically says the subjugation and abuses of non men by men are too numerous to catalog in a library, let alone a book. So it's like non men, men are trash, yeah. and <laughs> yeah, um, we yeah. So the, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> shut up. I'm just kidding. You don't you don't talk right I'm now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so then Hera just says enough and she brings her pantheon of, of female goddesses to uh to talk to Zeus who basically says like okay I, yeah it, I get it but like uh but like no not, life isn't fair look at my big and, blue dick and shut up like on one on one hand he says he says life isn't fair deal with it and on the other hand he says well you know I'm infallible and I provide justice so clearly nothing's wrong and they're, so they're like okay goodbye uh, and they're, so they're they all like off. well you know men face injustice too yeah. you know? <laughs> yikes yeah yeah, and and he's and he's calling them like pretty birds, and yeah. like it's like, oh, let me see your plumage, you pretty birds. And he's just, they're like, I am not a bird, I am not pretty, I am not putting up with your bullshit right now. Yeah. Uh, She's like, don't yeah. fucking tell me to smile right now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so in the course of all this, they decide to to break away um, from these assholes and. They go off to start their own, uh, you know, like find justice in their own way, which it, which was clearly going to be like a war crime against the the Olympus, but like they don't care. They've they've they're fed up. Um, but for reasons beyond their understanding, Hera doesn't join them, and 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 like all the different goddesses are like, oh, she's scared of of Zeus, and they're like, that's her husband. No, she's not scared of him. Clearly, there's a different reason. Shut the fuck up. Um, but they decide to yeah put their powers combined and uh <laughs> yeah and it's so it is fitting that the rebellion should begin with a tear and uh 
yeah, uh, Aphrodite just like starts off, starts it off, and like they oh so they God. so they all birth Amazons. They yes, all put they a all, piece they of all have yeah, their all, own yeah use a yeah. piece of their thing uh, their powers or what they stand yeah. for to plant these things on Earth that become and becomes or their realm. Earth being one of them because it's another mother because duh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> and then they all birth these five Amazons, each I, representing I really... their their um what they stand for, their godliness. So yeah. th- there's 30, I, ends up being 30 of them. I really like that each Amazon is kind of themed after the god that yeah. was in charge of um, creating them. Yeah. Yeah. They yes. look so cool. Oh my god, this whole splash page of, of like the, the different tribes that are created from all the different Amazons is just yeah. fucking unbelievable. It's just crazy. Yeah, the, the fucking detail and the design on all these fucking... I, I, I keep Amazon. thinking how long this book must have taken to, to render. Five years. Like <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Literally years. Like, are we work. ever going to get issue two? Is it going to be like another decade before? <laughs> I, I assume some of that was the next issues, but I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think they probably had the whole thing done before they put it out for that yeah. reason. Cause it would take too long. We've talked about uh, a lot of pretty art on this podcast. We've talked yeah. like a lot of things that, you know, are hard to describe. This book is the most difficult. There aren't enough yeah. words to describe how I, amazing this art is. I legitimately, I hate to be hyperbolic, but I this might be my favorite art I've ever seen in a comic. It is absurdly <laughs> it is gorgeous. So good. Yeah, the detail and <laughs> every piece right. of this is it is just incredible. overflowing with detail and like the designs are nuts. They're yeah. s- so good. Oh man, it, and I I love this one part because they're talking about like they they create all these different vessels for their Amazons to be born, and there's it says uh, uh last there's life. The first Amazon born is from the vessel of Demeter. Are you surprised? You had not you had heard that it was Athena's. We are warriors after all, and the history of men does prefer a tidy narrative. But no, sisters, the firstborn was the goddess of the harvest, for it is Demeter who ensures that man reaps what he sows. And it's like that's so fucking good. And yeah, like Love the whole thing this. is kind of talking about how like history is is written by the the victor, and yeah. and so like they're they're taking back their own history and telling the true story because it's just been told by men for too long. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah. Just fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> and that's where, yeah, this th- is th- where we find out why Hera didn't join them. Yes, exactly. Um, holy Which shit. Which is basically, yeah. she has seen all the futures, so she doesn't have to think about what's going to happen. She's going to know. So she's like, I yeah. already know this isn't necessarily my path, but I hope that this works for you. And, like, yeah, congratulations, like, yeah, like basically. I'm, I'm here to congratulate you, but I can't be a part of it. And, yeah, and um, I forget. Is she talking to Aphrodite? No. She's talking to... Art- uh, um, uh, shit. Which one is this? Um, shit. Uh, I forget which one this was. Yeah, Athena. F- Athena. Yes. Yeah. So she's talking to Athena, and and Athena's like, like, will you join us? And she's like, <laughs> she's like, um, you presume I know what to do. Your study has been what has been evaluate what it is and imagine where it might be. She's like, is that are you? Is that meant to be a slight? You're just describing thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that line. <laughs> it's like well no i see it all at once i know everything that has been will be and is happening like where we might go and with with all certainty i know where we are headed and uh yeah oh my god 
so fucking good. So then we then we cut to uh on Earth, um, presumably in ancient ancient Greece, and there is a baby being born and it is like the fifth daughter of of this woman. Um and one of the 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 um what what are they called? Um the like a midwife? The, the, midwife, yeah. One of the midwives is charged with getting rid of it because they they're like too many daughters, we can't we can't we need a son. And this midwife that is charged with um getting just eliminating the baby is um Hippolyta. So uh Hippolyta takes this baby and, and goes off into the wilderness and she tells herself that death by exposure isn't murder because like if if the gods granted if the, you know leave it to the fate of the gods because you know maybe maybe a barren woman will find her or maybe you know somebody else yeah, will, maybe will take they care won't of her die. yeah but, yeah yeah but and, and and then as she puts this baby into the river and like floats it downstream she's just like oh yeah it's gonna die or it'll be like bo- sold into slavery those are like the only options <laughs> like that's there's no fucking way anything good will happen so she has this like just like moment of like sheer remorse and and fear and she goes back to chase it down and she can't find the baby so she just keeps running and she doesn't stop and she runs through hunger and she runs through exhaustion she just runs and runs and runs and runs and like forest gum she, yeah and she just eventually fucking collapses and is found by like slavers who are about to cut out her tongue and right as they're about to do that the amazons descend and um, yeah, Hippolyta is too tired to speak, so we speak for her, and it's just like oh. a bloodbath. They and, literally yeah. <laughs> take these guys apart. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, the brigands don't die that night for what they might have done to Hippolyta. They die for all the women who came before, the ones who put us in their in their path. They die for the tongues they 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 died for the tongues they did take, and they do so. And in doing so, they lead us to this moment to our Hippolyta. And yeah, she's just like bound with like the heads of all of these slavers like around her. Uh, and um, is it Antipony that finds her? They all find her. Well, yes, but uh, specifically, it's, it's the tribe of Artemis. Um, and I think it's Antipony that, that like frees her. Yes, it's Antipony. Um, and she's like, they're like, we're, we are sworn to protect you. We are the Amazons. And um, we know what the world has required of you. And we know what it has cost. And, you know, we, 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 they, they leave her rations and a horse. And she's like, wait, come back. What the fuck? Come back. Like, I can't just, I can't do this. And it's like, no, we'll, we will meet again. Don't worry. And then like <laughs> the fucking splash page of her getting on this goddamn horse that's just covered in skulls. And she's just covered in blood. It's just so oh, I thought that was Diana. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I thought I thought that was Hippolyta. That's the baby. That's wh- I thought because um, that's the, the baby. Because mm. the next two mm. pages is Hera anointing the baby, and I'm pretty sure that's Diana. Yeah, and yeah, Hippolyta's because yeah. Hera because Diana essentially is Hera's creation, even though she didn't create her. Chose yeah. Diana uh, okay. as her. Yeah, so so the yeah the baby that went downstream goes to to Hera. And uh, she's she's talking to I believe she's talking to um, Athena again. She's like, "Oh, I will take this one's eyes. I need another soul." And she's like, "Don't you have enough eyes?" She's like, "Well, now I have one thousand and two. <laughs> and yeah, she so she takes this baby soul into into her own. And then yeah, I I thought it was Hippolyta getting on this. Yeah, dude, it is. They show her. They show Hippolyta like gearing up with all the stuff that they gave her. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you see the panels in between. That's that's Hippolyta like putting on like. I this, guess they're like, making her look like Diana on purpose. <laughs> well, yeah, it's her mom. Yeah. <laughs> but we, but I'm sure that they're both right. The baby that was sent to Hera is also clearly Diana. Yeah, because that, um, that's like the other plan that's been put in place. I don't know. I forget um, some of the different specific um, Wonder Woman origins, but is Hippolyta not always an Amazon? Um, I think she's the first human brought into the Amazons, okay. I think is, uh, at least in this retelling, I don't really know. I, I, I've seen other origins of the mascara, but this one seems a lot more definitive. Yeah, I just <laughs> like wasn't sure if uh, that was something that was always, or like had been part of the canon before, or if it was yeah. new. But it's yeah, interesting, like, yeah. They haven't they haven't made the mascara itself yet, and I have a feeling it's Hippolyta that does that. Like Hippolyta founds this nation for the tribes of the Amazons to live. Yeah, I think that's her idea. You know. The idea is yeah. they need someone on Earth. But it was cool to see Hera, uh, Hera abstain from making a Amazon because she knew that Hippolyta and Diana were inbound. Yeah, yeah. she already had a plan in place yeah. that didn't involve everything else that was going on. Oh man, yeah, just can't say enough about how fucking pretty this book is. Yeah, I can't wait to see more, but I can't imagine the ability to make more of these (laughs) in any kind of... I can't imagine how he made one page! It's just, like, my... It just makes my face melt. Like, I'm opening the Ark of the Covenant. It's... (laughs) (laughs) And it's definitely supposed to be that. It is the most, like, larger-than-life Wonder Woman book I've ever seen. Even when it goes to... Spring 2022, so yeah, they got... It's gonna take a while. (laughs) Even even when it goes down to um, Earth, or not Earth, well, yeah, Earth, and, like, it's about Hippolyta, and the art kind of isn't, like, like, dripping in excess of, like, these goddesses and uh, pantheons, it still is immaculate and yeah, it's still crazy gorgeous. with detail, like but yeah, it's it's definitely more down to earth, literally and figuratively. Like it, it's it's right. it feels much more um like tangible than everything else, and everything else in the book is so over. Like it, it, it's yeah. Like you said, dripping in excess is like the perfect way to describe and it. Just We're like pure color, just just color like, saturated. If you just look at the the borders on like the very first page that shows the whole pantheon of the goddesses, like there's like bouquets yeah. overflowing with like flowers and and like it's the, all framed. And the bottom, yeah, and then the bottom is all those like similar um to the um pottery like art yep. like that that like two-dimensional like ancient greek style and like everything about it is like that like there's there's details hidden in details there's a that is- there's art that i've gotten that i've like started a book and knew it was amazing instantly and that i loved but there have been very few books that i've opened like the first page and known for a fact that like 30 years from now this is gonna be one of the like greatest achievements in the medium (laughs) yeah just absurd (laughs) yeah it's every page is so crazy (laughs) yeah i want to glue my eyes to it yeah i i I opened this up in the comic shop just like take a peek in i think i opened on one of those splash pages and just said like gasped out loud yeah it's like oh my god i was show i was like ringing customers up 
and they weren't even buying the book. I was just like, look at this. <laughs> like, <laughs> look. Look like, at it. Do you see this? <laughs> no, I don't read Wonder Woman. It's fine. You read it now. Yeah, yeah. you do now. <laughs> Great place to start. Everyone yeah, got yeah a, honestly. Everyone had to buy a historia while I was working. Oh, my God. <laughs> just, it, it's absurd. I don't I, yeah, it, I don't know. It reminds me. It reminds me of the briefcase from Pulp Fiction, where you open it up and your face is just glowing yeah. because of how much the book glows. Yeah, <laughs> like it has its own phosphorescence. <laughs> like my god, <sighs> it, it yeah, feels like shit. like a like a once in a lifetime uh, event. Like it, yeah. it's just. I, I can't believe I exist at the same time as this book <laughs> coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, yeah. It's a lot. Like, it's a lot in a lot of ways. It just... took me... It took me like twenty minutes to start reading the words. I was like, "Oh shit!" I, I love. <laughs> oh, the, there's words. I yeah. love the story, and I th- and I thought Kelly Sudeconic did an, a terrific job. I just. I was. It just took me so long to even get go. I was just like, I I could stay here forever. <laughs> yeah. And and honestly, oh my god, I I cannot say enough about um the the men are trash vibe that that, <laughs> that just emanates yeah, from this we know. book. We know. <laughs> it, it's it's great that like those two things happened in one book. Like we, we got exactly. just the most gorgeous thing anyone's ever put together, but also like. Fuck the patriarchy. But also, <laughs> it's a perfect vehicle for fuck the patriarchy because, I mean, yeah, that is the story true. of the Amazons. Yeah. yeah. It, yes, exactly. Not that, you know, you need a reason to say fuck the patriarchy, but... But if you're it's going still to, a good- having it be this pretty is essential. <laughs> <laughs> having it be this fucking larger than life and having it, the stakes be literal humanity. And yeah, I think at one point they're like, like... We, we are tired of men and they say like oh well humanity deserves a chance and they're like no 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 I didn't say humanity I said yeah, I men said specifically yeah, yeah. you I fucks love, yeah, that I said great. men <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like ah yes queen I'm here for this yeah it's funny because you were you were gushing about it in the group chat and then I, I got it and looked at it and were like oh well that's obviously why and then started reading it when oh wait a minute this is why Casey's so <laughs> this is why I, I specifically said in the group chat, if this isn't the top story, you're all misogynist. Right. <laughs> and I stand by it. <laughs> I don't think anyone fought you there. I didn't have the energy, you know. This wasn't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to give in to a hysterical woman. Exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> oh, you get boy. it. Uh, I, don't, I don't mean so. that, guys. I was just kidding. <laughs> well, I think this was a good note to come back on. Yeah. Yes, I think so, too. I'm glad we did. Welcome back, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess that's last week's comics. Uh, what's this week? What's out this week? Um, mm. We've got, uh, what's the furthest place from here? Number two? Inferno. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Inferno. Uh, Batman? Batman. New, ba- new, new Batman. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Not it's here. Batman number one, but new writer Batman. Yeah, new Williamson Batman. Um, um, along with um, Arkham City, uh, Order, uh, yeah. Order of the World. That'll Devil's cool. Reign starts. That'll be cool. Yeah, all the bad nice. books this week were annuals. I was like, I want some uh, good Batman stuff. The last yeah. issue of Hellions. F in the chat. Mm-hmm. Oh, R.I.P. Oh, <laughs> Swamp Things out. Dark Knights of Steel number two. Okay. Okay. 
Silver coin again. This is the ROM Ooh. one. Ooh. Nice. Fuck yeah. That'll be cool. Uh, what else do we have? Mm, 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 mm. Ooh, uh, the, oh, man, the last black cat. Aw. <laughs> oh, chat. man, why is all the good stuff ending? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Two Fs uh, in the chat. I don't like that at all. <laughs> yeah. So that looks like a pretty, you know, this should be a good Some, week. Something from Vault called Lunar Room. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. New Vault number one. Dig that. Uh, I hope comics come in when they're fucking supposed to, you guys. <laughs> yeah, just, seriously. That's all I can hope for. Especially around uh, the holidays. It might be tough. Uh, is it, yeah, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Like, every time one problem resolves itself, we get a different one. <laughs> and, like, most of it's not even COVID-related anymore. Everything's just hit the fan. <laughs> like, a bunch of different ways. Yeah, so it's just logistics you know, and shit. Yeah, so, you know, if your comic shop is having trouble getting your stuff, don't take it out on them. It is it is a nationwide slash global problem. <laughs> and it's it's also the byproduct of, of crushing a decades-old monopoly. So you should be happy about that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so you know, there's gonna be there's gonna be some some uh, you know, break broken eggs to make that omelet. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm. Go for an omelet. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> All right. So that's this week's comics. Tune in next week when they become last week's comics, and we talk about them on this show where we talk about last week's comics. Mm. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at you guessed it, last week's comics. <laughs> and uh join join our patreon and get into the discussion on our discord i will i will give you links to both of those in the episode description um yeah i'm glad to be back i'm glad to be doing this again i'm glad to be excited about comics again uh Same. so go out there and buy some comics support your local comic shop do what you need to do and we'll be here next week for myself casey sean and rj this is tales from the short box bye everybody and get your booster shot